Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mimi B Podcast. This mini episode is just a little about me and a welcome to new listeners. I've had a flood of new listeners over the past few months and I'm so grateful for every single one of you. And I thought it would be appropriate to do a kind of updated about me. I think my first episode on this podcast uh, like two years ago wasn't about me. And I was listening to it the other day along with many of my other first podcasts, which are really not the best kind of, you know, bad quality and just like a bit cringy. (laughs) But um, yeah, I, I definitely thought to myself, I need to do an updated about me because so many of you guys haven't either heard that first episode or just discover me through friends or or recommendations and don't really know what I'm all about and don't really know where to start with my podcast. So I'm going to kind of go through and about me and like how I've evolved over the past two years, almost two years since creating my podcast. So obviously I'm Mimi. I started in the whole like social media space when I was 18. I dropped out of university. I went to Dalhousie University for a year when I was 18. I dropped out after like mid second semester because I was just like, this is so not me. I had this crazy quarter life crisis, um, if that, and, and I was, you know, just really confused and knew for a fact that I just didn't want to be in that environment around those types of people. And I just had this huge kind of breaking point where I just knew that there was more out there for me. And I just revolutionized everything, changed all my decisions and who I hung out with. And I went through a really big personal development period of my life where I discovered my first personal growth books. I read The Success Principles by Jack Canfield, and it changed the game for me. If you haven't read that book and you're kind of new into the personal development space, you should definitely read it. It's a very easy, clear, concise book all about the 67 principles that if you follow, you will see success. And Jack Hanfield is just so great at explaining all these amazing principles. So I read that. My mom gave it to me. And I honestly had this epiphany. It was like my eyes, like I... I could see for the first time this veil was like lifted from in front of me. And yeah, I was just like looking at my my, my entire life as a whole. And I was like, this is just not where I want to be. I don't want to be around these people. I don't want to be average. And I had this like innate deep feeling that I had to be doing something different if I wanted to be living that life of my dreams. And for so long, I was trying to be like everyone else trying to fit in, cared so much what people thought about me, especially in high school and stuff. You know, at that age, it's super normal for you to feel those feelings. But I was reaching this point where I was like, if I stay in this exact same place and do the same things that all these people are doing in my life, I'm going to end up like them. And that in itself freaked me the hell out. So I was like, yeah, no, we're going to totally pivot and we're going to do something freaking radically different. So I decided that I wanted to be my own boss and I decided that I didn't want to work for anybody else. I didn't want to be in university because I was learning so much more in all the other departments I was interested in while I was researching online and reading books about them on my own time. So I thought to myself, okay, what am I going to do? I This is still when I was at my um, in my residence room in university right before I dropped out. I literally isolated myself from the world and I went to a, a, a shop and I bought 
this really cute, like empty notebook journal. And I told myself I was locking myself in my, you know, tiny little studio res room for as long as I can until I finish writing this entire notebook about how, what I want to do with my life, how I want to live, like all my biggest goals. Like I just want, I needed to get crystal clear. I just needed that like tunnel vision and I knew that's what I had to do. And I wasn't in the zone. So I forced myself by, you know, literally sitting in my tiny ass room and not leaving until I figured it out. So long story short, I made a pro and con list of what I was good at, what I wanted to do, how I wanted my days to look. Like I did every single you know, exercise I could on that. And I decided that I wanted to start a blog. And back then, this is like, I don't know, six years ago, I didn't really, well, there weren't, there were Instagrammers and bloggers and stuff, but I, they just all felt so far away from me. And, um, it was really big back then though, fashion blogging. So I decided I'm going to just start with that fashion blogging. So I ended up leaving university, moving back to Toronto, uh, because Halifax is uh, quite far away from Toronto. So I went back to Toronto and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it myself. I don't have any money to invest in a website developer. I don't have any, you know, money to really spend on the clothing that I want to blog about. So I go buy it and return it, take the photos in it and keep the tags on and then return it. I actually did that. And I was a super feisty little motivated thing. So yeah, that entire summer, I really worked super hard on it. And I told my parents that I wasn't going back to school for the time being. I'm going to try this out. If it doesn't work in a year, I'll go back to school. And they were like, oh, okay. So then I did that. And um, yeah, that summer completely transformed my life. I had never felt so much drive in my entire life. I didn't have enough money, like I said, to hire a website developer. So I literally had um, my computer and on half the screen, I would have YouTube videos on how to code WordPress in the back end HTML style. And then on the other side of the screen, I'd have the WordPress open and I'd just be like doing it myself. And I literally created the website myself. It was super you know, a big learning curve for me. And it just showed me how driven I was and how I could achieve things. And more and more, all these steps that I took towards this goal, it taught me that I can do things and I can be, you know, independent and whatever I put my mind to, like I can achieve. So I did that that summer. I, uh, yeah, was, was just focusing on that. And then my grandma was actually the most upset that I wasn't going to be in university. So she, very nicely offered to pay for me to do a course, a short course abroad. And as you guys probably know, if you listen to the podcast, um, you know, my parents are, they definitely didn't, um, you know, give me a lot as a kid. We were very, you know, middle class, lower middle class, I would say. Like they kind of struggled with money forever. They were artists or they are artists. Now they're definitely doing better. But, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't come from a ton of money like some people might think. Um, and, uh, yeah, so my grandparents did have a little bit of money, so they paid for my school as a kid and stuff and all that jazz. So I'm super grateful to have that. But anyway, off topic there. So yeah, my grandmother offered to, uh, pay for me to go abroad to do a short course somewhere. And I found a course on fashion journalism, which was fitting at the time for what I wanted to do. And I went to London, England, and that's where it was. And I had been to London once when I was like seven years old. Don't really remember it. But I decided on London for this course because A, they had this short course, the London College of Fashion, and B, um, it was an English-speaking place that was as far away as I could go from Canada. So I went there. I freaking loved it, fell in love with the city. It brought this other side of me out that I had never even met before, this like super, you know, just purest Mimi that I'd ha- I'd ever been because as you guys know if you're 
growing up in a city and you know you've you've been raised your entire life somewhere it kind of conditions you to be a certain way when you're in that place so I realized when I was in a different place I was this new me that I liked more so in my mind I was like okay I gotta move here so I moved to London literally a month later and I got a visa to two-year working holiday visa and I was like I'm just gonna make this work so I was still working on the fashion blog getting into video stuff a little bit more for the blog and I realized I really liked video content and I needed to make it work moving to London from Canada that you know the dollar and pound is such a big difference it was really tough for me at first because it was so expensive and um yes I was working three jobs I got a job at like a juice bar so I was working there from like 6 a.m to noon and then I was working as an intern at the styling agency from like noon to 6 p.m on the other side of London I'd come back to the other side of London and then I'd work on my blog until midnight like that's kind of what I was doing for six months and then I finally decided that the more video I did on my blog, the more that I really liked video. And that was kind of where I shined. So I then wanted to get into TV presenting in London. I'm just going over my story super quickly, by the way. I, this is just really for the new listeners and, um, you know, to refresh people that have been listening for a while, just a bit more about my background and stuff. So yeah, long story short, I... I decided I wanted to get into TV presenting. I started DMing and reaching out to as many people in that space in London as I could. And I started to meet people because I was reaching out to hundreds of people. And I think two out of the hundreds have re- had replied to me and they started bringing me to events and I started meeting people and I wanted to do presenting so badly because my big goal was to have my own talk show. Um, and yeah, so I then met my old agent and she said to me, Mimi, why don't you, instead of TV presenting, it's a really hard industry to get your foot into in the UK. Why don't you do a reality show like Made in Chelsea? So they had reached out to me a few times before and I just didn't 100% know if that's what I wanted to do because the reality was never in my plan of what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't think it was very me. Um But, you know, I was convinced by that old agent. She said she would represent me right away. So I was convinced and I was pretty much offered this on a plate and I said yes. So I did that. I ended up being on a TV show for four seasons of it in London and it wasn't good pay at all. They paid like absolute shit. It was like 50 pounds a day or something and you always had to be on call because if they needed you, you had to go there. So it was hard because I was, you know, then babysitting at the same time because I was working night. So it was more likely for me to be able to film in the day if it came up. So I was still hustling like hard. And it was funny because I was filming for a TV show and that sounds so glamorous, but I was like babysitting and nannying to make ends meet because they paid like shit. <laughs> anyway, so I did that for two years and they got me a visa to, to stay in the UK, which is great. And then I met my now boyfriend um, two and a half years ago and, you know, I didn't want to do the TV show with him because, and he came on a few episodes, but they were trying to like create drama between us and we were both kind of like, no. So I casually left. I kind of just didn't give them any fuel to film me, uh, to film around with me. I just told them my life was perfect. And when they'd ask if Ben and I would be getting in fights, I'd be like, no, we're perfect. So they didn't want to film with us. And I kind of just naturally let that fade. Um, and yeah, I kind of stopped filming for that show then around two and a half years ago, two and a bit years ago. And ever since then, I started working on my own brand vigorously. And by the way, I kind of missed out those two years that I was filming the show. I was also building my own brand. I changed it from a fashion blog to more of like an online magazine, talking about all things health, fitness, style, personal development, all that stuff. And naturally, as the years went on, it really just evolved into a platform, um, 
you know, not even just on, on a website. It's not even a blog anymore. Mimi B is the podcast and my Instagram and just my brand in general. And that's really just focused around being the best version of yourself possible. I've been through an incredibly huge journey myself, um, you know, about this and I've just been sharing every step of the way, the advancements that I make within myself and with my career, my business, my body, my mindset, health, all that stuff really focused on mindset and body. And I've just been sharing that. And that's really what stuck with, with my audience and what I feel like is most authentic to me is talking about those things. I'm not passionate about fashion blogging. Yeah. I like cool style and stuff, but I don't like talking about it really. So that's kind of what my whole brand's about. And Mimi B podcast is all about that. So my tagline is I want you to become your best you possible, right? Like Mimi B is where you can experience the best version of yourself possible in every way, shape or form. So when you listen to old episodes on the podcast, I talk about, you know, everything. I kind of wanted to just start by touching on everything I was interested in. And maybe I wasn't super comfortable in front of the microphone yet. So we were talking about kind of surface stuff at first, maybe, but now it's really evolved. Um, you know, my, my body and my diet and the way that I treat my, my health has really evolved. So as you'll notice on the podcast, um, it kind of started out me doing super duper low carb, kind of more of a keto diet. And I had all these specialists on talking about that. And I was really, you know, into that for a while. And then it just really evolved into what kind of way I eat now, which is just like, which is just intuitive eating and being super loving and kind to myself and working on my mindset around food more than anything. Uh, you guys probably, if you listen to the entire podcast, have seen my ev- evolution around that. And um, yeah, I I really think just being honest with everything that I've been through is super important with my platform because we all go through changes. We all evolve and anything that I'm trying out that I'm really preaching in that moment, I'm going to talk about. So um, yeah, that's kind of with my health. We really focused on like more of the restrictive keto at the beginning. And then now it's really evolved into more being intuitive. I still do eat a lower carb kind of paleo-ish diet way of eating, but I don't really label myself at all anymore. I eat vegan a lot. I eat, you know, grass-fed meat once in a while. I do this, I do that. I don't label myself because that's just how I'm healing my relationship with food. Over the years, I've always had really deep self-confidence issues. And over the past 12 months, I've lost like 20 pounds. And I've never lost that weight before in my life. And it was a really big deal for me. And I'm still on that journey. I I really don't have like a goal weight because I just have never been in this territory before, but I feel better than I ever have in my life. And most of all, my mindset with food has, and my body and my self-image has improved so much that I feel like a completely new person. I'm so into manifestation and the law of attraction, which you'll also hear so much about on the podcast. And it really is incredible how much you can change yourself with a few simple habits. Like my morning routine, my whole journaling habits, my meditations, they're all revolved around transforming my life into being the the person that I've always wanted to be. And I've gone through such a big transformation because I wasn't where I wanted to be. So many people say, why do you feel like you need to change so much? It's because I wasn't happy for so long. I felt stuck. I felt like it, the true me wasn't just coming out. And I felt like constantly there was this like layer of just like unhappiness. And the more that I do the work on myself, the more that I act as if I'm the kind of person that I want to be already, the more that I become that person I've always wanted to be, 
the more I'm hurt and the happier I am and the better my life is. Like, you know, this whole podcast is actually just simply about transformation because even a year ago, like a year, year and a half ago, let's say that 16 months ago, I was 20 pounds heavier, mentally unhappy. I didn't like myself. It wasn't just about how I looked. It was about how I felt because I was treating food as something I went to when I was feeling some sort of emotion like stress. And that's not nice. That's not self-love. Self-love is from just treating your body with love and not, you know, hurting it and not, and not, you know, putting it in a state of distress to help your emotions. Self-love is by doing the things that you know actually work. It's by doing the things that make you just feel good. My whole life motto right now is like, I just want to feel good. Like, I just want to feel fucking good. And all the things that I do make me feel good on like a seriously cellular level. Like my morning routine, meditations, everything that I do is just everything is to feel good. I used to party a lot. Now let's go back two years or two and a half years. This is like right before I met Ben because Ben, my boyfriend, had really changed my life. We met two and a half years ago. He kind of met me at my worst and we started dating and for some reason because I had such low self-esteem and I'd never had a boyfriend before too and that had a lot to do with it. Um, I had such low self-esteem and that the fact that Ben, this guy that I thought was so out of my league was interested in me and wanted to be my boyfriend was so mind blowing to me. I wish I could say that I did it all myself, but he really helped me go through this journey as well because he taught me that I was lovable and that I could love myself and that all these things that I was doing back then two and a half years ago, partying so much, going out every night, doing drugs, drinking so much, even though I couldn't handle it. So not me overeating, feeling like shit about my body, you know, even to the extent of like, and by the way, I love beauty stuff and I have zero judgment saying this and I do my own other stuff. So, you know, no judgment here at all. But like, I was just covering, I was covering up who I really was in so many different ways. I even had like these hair extensions that were like down to like my fucking hips, like huge hair. Like I overfilled lips, like huge lashes. Everything was just overdone. I was so like, so far off from my true natural self. And don't get me wrong, I do have, you know, I have little help here and there on my face, but nothing that doesn't look like me. You know, I'm very open about what I've had done. Um, and it still looks like me. You know, I still see my grandma that I only see once a year and she doesn't say anything because it still looks like me. But back then she would say like, your lips look a bit unnatural, honey. And it was because I was so, you know, deluded and self-conscious and I just didn't, I just thought that things like my, my outer appearance would help my inner feelings. And that just isn't true. The truth is that you have to fix your inner being to then heal everything else and to change other things. And especially with my weight loss, and I'm going to get so into this in the next few months, because I'm so passionate about the mind body connection. I had to become that person internally to then see her externally. And there's just so much to this. So stay tuned. I'm going to be creating so much amazing stuff around this guided meditations and, you know, workouts and all that jazz. But yeah, going back to the main story, I've just gone through such an incredibly huge transformation that I had never, like if you told me five years ago, I'd be here right now, I wouldn't believe you. So let's talk health wise, complete, you know, 180. I used to be on hormonal birth control. I tried it all and I was on the the pill, the IUD, then the Armin plant. And finally, you guys probably that listened to the podcast for ages, I think between episodes like 60 and 100 or something, 
you learn about my birth control experience. And I shared all about that. I had some experts on the show and I shared with you guys what what I've been going through with that. And you saw my evolution there. And now I'm completely hormone free. And, um, you know, I feel better than ever. I'm the more, the most me that I've ever been. And that that's even from like a no shit, like hormones inside of me affecting my moods and all that stuff. Like I feel so good. It's insane. So you guys have, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you can go back to these episodes, hear my entire journey with birth control. And, um, you know, from a health perspective, transformation from a body perspective, transformation, mindset perspective, transformation, I've manifested my absolute dream life right now. Um, and, yeah, like I career wise, I can't even talk about it right now because I'm going to cry with emotion. I'm in the best place I could ever be in with my career. I'm, you know, I'm an investor now. I have enough money, you know, talking back to four years ago, moving to London for the first time. I like being broke as shit, like needing to nanny while doing 10 other different jobs and trying to do a TV show. Like I just was working constantly and, you know, I'd work for like five pounds an hour. Like I was so desperate. And now I'm effortlessly, and I don't want to say this in a way that's like, oh, look at me. And I don't want to say exact numbers, but I'm like, easily earning, you know, hundreds of thousands, you know, by myself as my own person. And it's because of my work ethic and it's and it's because of what I want to create in the world and my big passion and vision and also because I've put myself in situations where I could be taken seriously in a business setting like I'm a partner in this amazing online education company we're launching super soon the influencer academy I'm just meeting all these amazing people I'm doing all these great things and that's because my motivation was just there from the beginning the true me had never changed it was just like I'm improving myself daily and I want this podcast to be just a perfect kind of insider honest raw authentic like diary of what's happening and how I'm transforming and also just bringing the pros in. I love having my guests on because I get to share their knowledge with the world as well. And my biggest thing is that I love to learn from other people. I The best piece of advice I was actually ever given is never take advice from someone who doesn't have what you want. But you know, always take advice from someone who has what you want, what someone that you <laughs> that has what you want is telling you. So for example, if a unhappy, broke, I don't know, uncle of yours or something is like shit talking how you want to, you know, start a YouTube channel on whatever and he's not successful and he doesn't have what it takes and he's shit talking it or telling you it's not going to work. Like, why listen to him? And I don't know why I'm thinking about this example. I don't have a unhappy uncle. I'm just trying to think of something. Um, you know, why listen to them? Listen to someone who has what you want, like who is successful and has their own successful online business. And then, you know, just listen to them. So that's the biggest piece of advice that I've ever been told um yeah going back to the main point now I thought this was going to be a short episode fuck's sake um going back to the main point now I wanted this whole platform to be about transformation mentally physically emotionally spiritually everything through relationships through career through everything and I really think that we all can have it all that we all can achieve that life of our dreams that's like an innate belief in my system you can have it all and I was always told as a kid that you can't have it all but that's fucking bullshit and you can have it all I can honestly say right now that I have it all and I created this for myself and I'm just 
not going to stop until I freaking tell the entire world that they can also have this. It's time to finally start living. Like I never felt alive. I used to always feel just like I was waiting for something to happen to me. I was waiting for whatever. And now I've realized that it, it's happening now. I have it all right now. And it's because of all the work that I've done on myself that I also want to teach you, that I want all these experts to teach you on my podcast and my social media in general. So yeah, now fast forward a bit longer. I obviously left London. I'm now living in Vancouver and that's for this company that I'm a partner in. The Influencer Academy has brought me to Vancouver. The co-founders are based here. So yeah, you know, I'm here right now. I'm on the West Coast. I think I'm going to want to end up in LA maybe in the next year or two. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm living now with Ben, my boyfriend, and he is just like my best friend soulmate. And I'm, I'm so happy. I have, you know, the health of my dreams. I feel amazing and energized every day. I have the body that I've always wanted. I have the relationship that I've always wanted. My family is happy and healthy. I have great relationships with them. My friends, I have such deep relationships with them. And most importantly, myself, I have created this incredible relationship with myself. I'm my own best friend, whereas I used to hate myself. And I think that was the biggest tragedy of it all. So yeah, welcome to the Mimi V podcast. And I'm super excited to have you as a listener. I love to connect with you, message me on Instagram. And I'm just so excited for your transformation because it has literally changed my life, mine. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this little mini episode. And I'm also vlogging this. So if you want to go check out my YouTube, you can see this in video. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I really do. Okay, big kisses.